Welcome to the Deep Rooted Podcast. We're Jeff and Rochelle Ferguson. Hey, thank you so much yes. for listening. Um, thank you for everyone who's subscribing. Please do so. Please help help us by subscribing on Apple Podcasts yep. or YouTube, wherever you're watching. Thank you. Like, share, invite everybody to come along. Um, and especially today, uh, <laughs> it's kind of, I think... It'll be fun to talk about. Uh, today, yeah. we're, our title is Shiny Happy People, Bill Gothard, and what we continue to learn about purity culture. Purity culture in quotes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. just, just so you know. Yes. I'm, I'm excited about this topic because um, a lot of people, we're going to set this up a little bit, a lot of people are watching this documentary, Shiny Happy People. Can you just take a little bit to get us all on the same page? What is that about? It's it's a huge thing <laughs> right now. Yeah, I'd say if you had. Well, I don't know if I would even endorse watching oh, it. So my. I don't know. I haven't. Yeah. I, maybe I should have thought about that before even us coming on here. Uh, you'll hear <laughs> yeah. the processing, the verbal processing yes. of myself. Uh, we've watched the documentary of Shiny Happy People. Um, it's heavy, uh, but oh, really, it's talking about a movement. Um, and I would say in the past, but it's not. It's still it's still a movement mm-hmm. um, of false teaching, yeah. um, and really perpetuated by Bill Gothard. Um, and uh, I did some research on this a, a while ago, mm-hmm. and and then I saw this uh, this show or like episode four episodes or something. I was like, we got to watch this because I had oh, done man. a lot actually. Do you remember that like season oh. I was doing a lot of research on, oh, absolutely. Oh, on absolutely. Bill Gothard and his teaching? And really, it's heavy mm-hmm. authoritarian teaching. Um, you know, basically, women obey your husbands, um, do whatever they say. And what really came out of that, and children as well. I mean, definitely children yep. obey your parents, which is a biblical it's a biblical command a yeah. biblical command but um, was used in like abusing yeah people their own children abusing their wives um, lots and lots of abuse and so this mm. this documentary talks about that it does focus on a on a family that a lot of people know about because they were on reality TV the Duggards yeah. but I even like am worried about saying that because then you might sit there and think well that hasn't infiltrated my house because we we're, we're not like of this we're not like holiness that, so group that only wears skirts and doesn't watch TV and stuff. And this teaching went way beyond that. So I don't, I don't even want to relegate it to one family. And I think that's why this documentary is so popular, uh, infamous, maybe I should say, because it's just, it's just a heavy, it's a heavy, I don't know if I recommend even watching it. It's super heavy. And I will say on the outset, you know, as we look at that documentary, we understand that there's an agenda. Oh, that there's an, a, sure. there's a, a, an absolute agenda. Um, and I really believe this agenda is to try to destroy um, godly purity. It's to try to get people to come off godly purity. And so there's this thing that people have dubbed purity culture. What is purity culture, really? What we're coming to find out is it is whatever people think it is in their mind. Yeah, like to come up with a definition of it is hard. I, I want to yeah. say about the documentary real quick. I agree with you. There yeah. are so many, like, it, there is an agenda. Yeah. There is an agenda to, I mean, you can even hear it, like, take down the church and stuff like that. Yeah. But I also believe that some people on, on, the, on the show and some people that were interviewed and just in general coming out, I do think, though, that there's some motivation to expose abuse. And I think that's positive. 
It, so it's like you, you, you have to watch it mm -hmm. with discernment. Well, that's why we're doing this because I yeah. do. I think that's a very positive thing. What we're seeing, we're seeing and exposing right now in the body of Christ of to expose abuse. And I think that's good. That's a very good thing. It's a very, like, very, very good thing. I mean, and, and, uh, before we really get into it, I do want to say this. You know, Some may say, well, I, I never bought into the Bill Gothard thing. I don't even know who this Bill Gothard guy is. I will say this guy was so... Um, what's the word? Pre pre prevalent. He was so prolific. He would fill stadiums. Oh yeah, like this was not just a like oh this this group got together and traveled to his location. No, he went around the entire country yeah. filling like huge stadiums in major cities and in cities that like kind of shocked me when I mm -hmm. heard. Um, we've talked to some different people and they're like, yeah, we went to that. And I'm thinking, wow, that is crazy in that city that, that it was filled with people. Um, I know that even as we watched the documentary, you were kind of shocked because you're like, we had I a, read that book when I was homeschooled yeah. for a year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so the, his teaching really infiltrated a lot of Christian, I should say, Christian thinking on the topic of family and the topic of marriage and the topic of spiritual authority. Yeah. Um, and even when you hear like umbrella of authority, that is a Bill Gothard thing that a lot of people to this day will talk about. Um, and yet we need to make sure that when we share that as what we, yes. it's like, are we lining that up with scripture? I want to tell yes. you, I, I don't buy into the umbrella of authority when we're talking about no. like, if you if you Google it, you'll understand. We can't. I can't explain that all yeah. right now on, on this podcast. <laughs> uh, but uh, here's the deal: we've got to understand it. We've got to take anything back to scripture. I think this is one of the key points of even being deep rooted: is mm -hmm. who am I listening to? Yes. And 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 why am I allowing them to influence how I think? Yes. So some big red flags to me about Bill Gothard: um, somebody who's telling us how to be married, and somebody who's telling us how to raise kids has never been married and never raised kids. Like, I just literally, I mean, this is a, yeah. I don't know. I think this is a pet peeve of mine. Like, I don't want to take advice from somebody who's not modeling or living it in their own life. Absolutely. That's so important. And there are people who are modeling it. I absolutely yes, there believe are. that. There are people that I I look up to and I model my life after mm -hmm. in a lot of ways and they're living it. They're living it. And so I'm like, okay, I, I want to hear from them. I want... I want to grow. If I'm not seeing that in their life, right? You know, um, that doesn't mean you know. Oh, I can't learn anything from them, but I'm probably not going to learn how to be a great parent from somebody yeah. who's never parented. Right. So that that was the reality, and I want to say too, full disclosure, we are products of. Uh, the stuff that came out of what people would call the purity culture. So, for example, I read I Kissed Dating Goodbye, you know. I read it too. Um, uh, every Man's Battle, read Every it. Young Man's Battle. Yeah. Um, I mean, you went to focus on the Family Institute. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like you I know. spent six months um, uh, interning at Focus on the Family in Colorado Springs. I love that ministry. I think there's some really yeah. great things. So I'm not, I don't. Oh, absolutely. I learned a lot of great things. Um, there were some things in there, though, that I, I don't agree with, and that's okay. Like, I can still learn and not agree with that. But we were, I guess what we're really saying is yep. we grew up in the height of the purity oh. culture. Everything you want to talk about. And overall, we yeah, we, we read, read the, books, the books. We did it all and <laughs> um, heard the, the teaching on it. And, I, I mean, overall, I had a, 
I don't have a lot yeah. of things that I felt like, oh man, I, oh, that ruined me or anything. I yeah. actually felt like it was positive in my life. I, I, I would agree. I, I felt like it was positive. When I read these books, I felt like, you know what? I'm going to pursue purity. I'm going to be pure until marriage, which is what I did, which is what we did. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, and we pursue purity after marriage, um, all that stuff. Um, and so, you know, I, I guess I could look at this and say, yes, we're going to pursue purity. That's a good thing. It's a godly thing. It's a biblical thing. And so that's where we're coming from and why we want to do this podcast, because I think you could go to a bad a pendulum swing where we see the abuses and then all of a sudden people are going to say, well, we shouldn't really focus on purity. So, yeah. so here's, here's what our, our goal and even talking about this yeah. is. We're not going to be able to find, define the purity culture for yeah. you. If you're wanting a definition, it's going to be really difficult because, like we both said, we had a good experience. Like we didn't, I didn't feel like there was anybody in my life who was abusing right. power or trying to shame me or make make right. me. You know, no, I felt like they were teaching me God's word mm-hmm. and modeling it, and I. I don't know. I had good experiences, you know. Yeah. Uh, I guess I did kiss dating to goodbye. I mean, I only dated you, so like. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. feel like that was a really positive experience for me. I don't feel like I missed out on anything. In yeah. fact, I'm grateful for that. Absolutely. I'm so grateful. So we're coming from that perspective. But I understand also that not everybody had the same experiences yes. <clears throat> in that, that there were some people who really came at things from mm-hmm. a really, really bad place. And yes. so um, I guess first is that in, in the purity culture, there was just a really, um, at times for some people, a real unbiblical way that spiritual tor- authority has been taught. And and it's really been used to to like prey on people, to yeah. victimize people. It, it, often what, what I'm finding out and re- reading and researching in this you know documentary, but other things is that people use often, not always, often spiritual authority to exploit and prey on people. So what they will say is you're under my spiritual authority Therefore, you need to say yes, or therefore. Um, so in these, this when, is when, what you when need people to do, think right. of purity culture, and some people they think of an environment that's uh, often you know drip top down. You can't disagree. You can't say no, and when you say no, you will pay the price. We have to understand that abusive leaders in the body of Christ need to be exposed and dismissed. Yes. People who prey yes. on other individuals need to always be exposed and need to be dismissed. They're not fit for leadership. I think that's that's one thing that we we have to that's why we're doing this podcast. It's so important that we begin saying the right words. If something is sexual assault, sexual abuse, we need to begin using that. Not just oh that oh, they was, were inappropriate. That was inappropriate or that was a no. even the word moral failure, which kinda was was big. When, when we were younger and still moral failure. Sexual sin. No, sexual sin. And so yeah. I think uh, th- there's a rage against purity culture. And I think it's, some of it's legitimate because of the unbiblical way that people have used spiritual authority. I can't tell you how many times stories that people would say, well, you're under my spiritual authority. Therefore, you have to do this. And the this is something sinful. Yeah. And I mean, this was shown with Bill Gothard, but he's yep. surely not the only one. I mean, we even right. saw you even see on the documentary, but this is happening even today. <laughs> so, yes. like, read Christianity Today. L- look at uh, some of the the articles that are coming out. This is happening today that people are are using their spiritual influence and their authority, and and they're they're influencing people that are vulnerable. Yeah. 
um, you know, I mean, Bill Gothard sexually assaulted women. And yet, you know, he had this whole idea of, you know, like you don't, you know, even touch each other until you're married or whatever. Well, I mean, he was using his position as a spiritual leader it, it turned, and, and, tr- and yeah. trying to just prey on, on, on vulnerable women. So it turned and, out to be utter hypocrisy. Absolutely. 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 Uh, it wasn't, no, well, they were just teaching purity. Well, they were teaching purity and then living, living a different way. Totally contrary. And so there's no, there's no room for that in the body of Christ. When Jesus says, like, for example, Jesus says, if you cause one of these little ones to stumble, mm-hmm. it is better that a millstone be hung around your neck. I mean, Jesus had tough words to say for people who would cause uh, little ones, children to to to, sin, to to you know to think something um, um, is right when it's wrong is right. When, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and not even just children. I mean, vulnerable people. People, yes, absolutely. I, I'm going to let you take number two. Number two. It's to, I mean, it's, it's it's. I got something to say about this. Yeah. Number two. Why the rage against purity culture? Because I'm just going to say the very, and I'm going to say it, the very odd teaching that men are simply raging sex machines and that they cannot control themselves. Literally, there is teachings out there that women have to dress modestly because men cannot control their eyes. Now, here, here's the thing. I believe women should dress modestly. Absolutely. Unto the Lord. Unto the Lord. Because they value God, because they yes. value the, the, the person Absolutely. that God's created them, because they value that we're made in the image of God. Yes. These are the reasons that we would we would be proponents of modesty. Yes. But can I tell you, no one is responsible for my purity. My wife is not responsible in that sense for my, you know, uh, I am responsible. I am not simply a reduction of a, a sexual object. You know, that that is not, I really believe godly men need to arise and say, no, not everybody's looking at pornography. Everybody is not engaging in sexual sin. There are godly men out there and we need to begin to rise up and say, no, this is not every man's battle. This is, you know, some, some men's battle that they deal with, but we, we don't, we're we're just not maniacs out there, um, at the whim and and wishes of every feeling or whatever. Absolutely not. Um, we, we, we're supposed to, in a godly way, serve women, um, you know, and so, I think that's just a misguided thought. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think one of the hugest things is the thing that what you just said, what the pendulum is swinging to is basically impurity. Yes. <laughs> and 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 that is not where the pendulum should swing. And I say that because, you know, you say, okay, men are not just uncontrollable or whatever, which is for some reason what people teach like when did we come to that conclusion like or yeah you know the the bible okay i'm not even gonna go into all that. like it's <laughs> I, I just can't go there um okay so but there's some things that really you set up i'm going to use you as an example uh you're the man that i know the best set up and <laughs> you know okay like you made decisions as a young person that are still impacting you today. Yes. And what I mean by that, very positive, God-honoring decisions. You decided, I am going to have purity with my eyes. I am not going to look at pornography. Yes. Um, You were sexually pure at marriage. You Mm -hmm. know, all of these kind of things, not just a technical purity. Yeah. And 
we could get into that. That's a that's a different podcast. Uh, <laughs> we need more. I, research. I don't. Yeah. I was, well, I don't even know. I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that podcast. Yeah. But uh, those decisions, mm-hmm. and yet men who decide to look at pornography and then become addicted to pornography and then. I mean, literally are, are obsessed with pornography. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they are uncontrollable because mm-hmm. that's what they're feeding themselves. Right. And I think that's the thing that is, I think, so dangerous is that the response to this teaching is not, well, swing the pendulum the other way. The response to this teaching is no, purity is right. Absolutely. Yes. Purity is right. But why are you doing it? Mm-hmm. Why are you pursuing purity? Not to shame people. Yeah, no, you're, you're you're pursuing purity because you want to honor God with every part of our your body, your yeah. eyes, your thoughts. Um, you know, it, it, it's just very interesting. And that teaching, I think, bothered me a couple things because it talked down to men, but also, too, it talked down to women. It made women simply objects. Yeah. Uh, in in their and, and like the sisters Bible, in Christ. Uh, I mean, you know, if they're saved, obviously, but you know, in, just in general, out in the world, that we need to to serve. We can we can look in the eye and have a conversation without reducing everybody to just just Objects. crazy whatever anybody would think. Yeah. Impure wise. So I agree. You know. Yeah. I just think this is. I, I think we have to stand up and and talk about this. Yes. Uh, not just talk about it, but live it. Mm-hmm. I think that's the big thing. You know, unfortunately, we were talking to somebody who works on a college campus, and he said, really, if I could just do a message every day or every week to students, he said, I'd just talk about pornography. And how it's wrong. Well, yeah, right. Yeah. But what he was communicating to us was this is such a stronghold on the next generation or those who are in college, at least is what he was saying. Mm-hmm. That he goes, I could just preach on it every day. Yeah. And I, I'm going, well, obviously we've gone from this like purity culture, whatever that means, to this like, oh man, we have swung hey. the pendulum to there's no sin. There's nothing to even say about it because everybody thinks everything's okay. It's like a, a Corinthian licentiousness. And I mean, the Corinthian church where yeah. anything went, yes. they, just, they just went and did everything. That's That's not... God, that's not what God wants. <laughs> so, you know, we have to understand that, okay, deep-rooted, uh, we have to be deep-rooted in Scripture. Um, we, we know that that's not what God wants. Right, but I'm I'm kind of concerned that the pendulum is swinging in every area, not just purity, yes. but it's really every area. It's like, well, God doesn't care what you do with your money. <laughs> God doesn't care what you do with your right. time. God doesn't care what you do with your body in this case. Mm-hmm. God doesn't care what you do with your thoughts. And I'm going, are you reading the Bible at all? Yeah. Like that is not at all. No, like we don't get into heaven by our works. No, of course. But uh, what you're going to prove you have faith by Absolutely. your works. Yes. I mean, that's what James tells us. And so um, this whole idea that what we do doesn't matter. I mean, this is where the pendulum has swung. Yeah. And so my fear in 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 some of these documentaries is that what we're going to what we're going to take away from them is that, oh, all of this is bad. no. Uh, just because some people have been abusive in their teaching mm-hmm. doesn't mean that purity is wrong. Now, Absolutely. how they have defined purity, yeah, sure, it could be. It yeah. could be if they say you have to wear a skirt to be pure. If there's all these extra, um, extra biblical um, 
mandates. regulations, <laughs> yeah. then yes. Yes. Then yes. But this is why we've got to go back down to scripture. We have always got to go to scripture. Yes. Always, always, always. Mm -hmm. And so God cares about your sexual purity before and after marriage. Oh, that's good. Um, He cares that that you want to honor him with your body before and after marriage. Mm -hmm. That you are, um, you know, even, I mean, I would say he cares about how you dress. Yes, absolutely. Um, Not to shame you, but because he wants you. I mean, the the word talks about it. How are you going to honor God mm-hmm. by even how you dress and what you put your value in? Uh, now, if we're going to start sitting here and saying certain colors or certain, I mean, <laughs> oh my. I, I think we're, yeah. we're, we're losing what right. it really is. And that's when and that's we get happened. into this abuse area, though. I know I bring that's that happened. up, but it's real. It's real. Yeah. Uh, it's so I, you, you bring up a really good point before and after marriage in a, a lot of in the church. We're very loud in some respects about talking about purity before marriage. Uh, and I heard someone say this said almost like, well, after marriage, it's like you, you don't have to be a disciplined, pure person anymore. Hmm. Uh, you know, can we tell you, can we be men and women who honor God before marriage, but also after marriage? That with our with our bodies, with every part of who we are, and can we serve one another? Can you know? Can we stop talking in just merely, uh, you know, sexual terms? Uh, you know, I, I just think that's so important. We can't lose, like you said, after marriage. We can't lose that. That's well, so good. and and I really think we should also look back that anywhere, any kind of teaching that basically talks about um, women and like demeaning them. Uh, they're less than, that is not at all what the Bible says. And that is what um, is so powerful about the word of God. So powerful about studying the life of Jesus. Yeah, I mean, he was so countercultural in his dealings and talk about women. Mm -hmm. I mean, in, in, in his culture, I mean, women were property, um, things like that. And yet what did how did Jesus interact with women? I mean, he called them into Bible study. He called them into leadership. Yeah. Um. I. I. I man. You know. We just gotta like <laughs> yes. any kind of teaching that demeans women has um, no place. That's just not biblical. Has that's no just place. not biblical. Um. It's just not. I don't. I really don't know how else no. to say it. And yet, this Bill Gothard teaching. Really talks the man, the man, whatever the man says goes. Women, you're there to fulfill your husband's dreams. I just don't see that in scripture. What I see in scripture oh, is that man. God brings two and he yep. makes them one and he puts a dream inside of them together yes. to accomplish. Two are better than one. That God puts us together because we're yes. we're meant to, to fulfill something together. Yes. I am not his little secretary. We are oh, in man. this. If I had a hanky right now. <laughs> well, if I we're had a in hanky, this to reach. Yes. I mean, I, I don't even know all the plans that God yeah. has for us. Yeah. Even I use us as an example. I don't know all the things. Yeah. I know what we're doing now, yeah. but I don't know what God has in, in store for all the things that we're going to do in the future. But I do know we're going to do it together. Yes, absolutely. And that God is going to help us to impact more people than we could apart. Mm-hmm. And that's partly why he brings us together. That's God's design. That is God's design. And we're here to help each other. And that yeah. doesn't mean that there aren't seasons. Oh, my goodness. Come on. You know, like, I'm sorry. I just got to, I'm going <laughs> off on this. But, Go for it. You know, like, I think about when you were going back to grad school, when you went to, to get yeah. your master's degree. It felt like a stretch for us financially. Yeah. yeah. 
it was a stretch for us financially. Yep. I mean, we were just committed to paying for it in cash. And I just remember you and I were like, how are we going to do that? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I don't see how we're going to do that financially where, you know, with what we were doing at the time and all of that. And, and you know, we just had a child mm-hmm. and, you know, a lot of things. And I just remember saying, hey, I'll get an extra job. And somebody could say, well, look, oh, Jeff's little secretary got an extra job so that she, no, this was a dream of ours. And it was a decision. I didn't say, you're going to get a job so I can pursue. Oh my goodness. We never had that kind of discussion. No, it was just like. I would not be with you today. This is (laughs) Okay. Now, this was, you know, like we, we, it was a season. Yeah. And somebody could use that as an example. Say, see, she made his dreams come true. No, these were our dreams. Absolutely. And then. We were at a financial place to pay for my masters. Like, you know, yes. so it nobody had to get an extra job. Like we we yeah. were, we just built it into our budget, you yes. know. So, I don't know. I just say That's that good. because I think this is the thing that people really like I don't I don't think that they can't get it. I think they don't want to get it. It's true. That God brings two people together and he has a plan for both of them and it's not a competition when God's in the center. Mhm. We don't compete. No, not at all. We're, we're a team together. Um, I, when you succeed, I feel like I'm succeeding. Yeah. When I think it's the same. same. And, Vice versa. And, and if there is competition, then God's not at the center of your marriage. Yeah. So. <laughs> I feel like we absolutely. did. We kind of took that back to marriage, but it, it's connected. It all goes to marriage and family and all, all this stuff. But here, here's the thing. If it sounds like abuse, if it looks like abuse, has nothing to do with a purity culture, does not There you go. And so um, I think we need to begin to be comfortable with talking in terms of false teaching, talking in terms of real language to understand what's going on, abuse, and not just covering over it because I think it's easy. Uh, It would be more comfortable in some respects to go over it. Um, So let's turn the spotlight back on genuine, biblical, godly purity. Right. We can't lose... Purity. So the bottom line yes. is expose the abuse. Yes. Expose the false teaching. Yep. Don't believe the odd teaching that men are just simply raging sex machines, what you said. But here's the deal. So expose all that. Mm-hmm. Don't live in that. But here's what you do. and Expose that. But what is more important? Live a life of purity. Yes. Purity we should not throw out because guess what? God's word talks about it. Yep. God's words talks about all over the place. So expose that. That's all wrong. Abuse is wrong. Yeah. Uh, all of that is wrong. But purity is still right. Yes. And so in watching these documentaries, watch on. But don't get cynical. Oh, so, yeah. You know what? There's going to be people who abuse this. There's still people who abuse it. But guess what? I yes. am going to live and teach the that's truth. Good. That's good. That's powerful. So that's the takeaway. <laughs> that's the takeaway. Let us know in the comments. Yes. Hey, go ahead and share think. this. Let us know in the comments. We want to interact um, with you. We want to answer some questions that you have. This is a big issue, and we need to talk about it. We can't concede on this issue. No, um, yeah. The pendulum so, swinging the other yep. way is just what scares me. Absolutely. Because we, we already have. It's already going oh, the other right. way. So absolutely. Um, there is still purity. God's word talks about it. There are yep. sexual purity. I mean, if you don't think so, yep. read read all of Paul's letters. <laughs> like he, ta- he talks you about that. You are the qu- temple of the yes, Holy Spirit. Like so many times. So yes. um, like, share, comment, all the things. Please do. We will see you right here next time on the uh, Deep Rooted Podcast.